<laughs> All our troubles, Illinois. Lock the front door, oh boy. <laughs> very nice, very nice, man. Oh yeah. What a great tune. Cheerful and upbeat. Yeah. Right. It's such a weird song because it's like kind of cheerful, upbeat, but then it's, it's like doesn't really make sense. It's really weird if you listen to the lyrics. Well, CCR was a strange band. Weird group of dudes. And they're uh, great, dude. I went down like a rabbit hole like just to find like pick a song. Yeah. And all of the videos are them just playing. <clears throat> and they just man. <laughs> Look like they're having the time of their life. I don't think I've ever had that good of a time. Just a few, uh, just a bunch of good old boys playing some tunes. Long hair, just <laughs> fucking getting high. Yeah, John Fogarty's a he's, he's a funky cat for sure, and uh, he's got yeah, like some they had something gems. figured out, you know. Yeah, if, it's almost like they were the first to figure out the uh, the rock rock and roll thing. <laughs> In a weird way. It's like a bluesy rock, too. It's like... That's like the country, wholesome, but not... That's weird. They're like southern rock. They were like, uh, right? I think it's southern rock. They're they're their own thing, man. That's why they're so great. But I feel like they were a little older, you know? Uh, Like before kind of... um, uh, What is it? Like Leonard Skinner hit the scene. Were they Vietnam veterans or they just... They were just... I think they were just uh, stoner boys from down uh, down south. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. I don't know the history of CCR too well. I'm just always impressed with their hits, and I always found them to be part of like an older generation. They're part of like the 104.3 oldies yeah. kind of uh, music station. And I then, miss 104.3. And then, uh, yeah, with Dick Biondi, right? And then... Uh, yeah. I feel like the the real southern rock movement kind of hit in the like seventies with uh you know Skinner and um all that stuff Allman Brothers, you know. Did you hear that story about the guy in the plane that they think survived, or they're pretty sure survived? Uh, which one? The the, the Skinner crash. Yeah, I. Th- and then they sh- the farmer shot him. Oh really? Yeah. That's pretty wild. That's what I heard. I don't know if that's true. That would be uh, an unfortunate. But apparently, there was like some survi- like there was like two. Sur- wasn't there like some survivors of that plane crash? Yeah, there were a few survivors. Yeah. Yeah. Well, apparently, one of them went to go get help, and a farmer thought that he was trying to break in and shot him. Oh, that's craziness. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, could be making that up completely. Still, to like survive a plane crash and then to get shot, it's just you weren't meant to live. Yeah, that's like that movie uh, Final Destination. (laughs) Right. Like death, just it was your number, man. (laughs) Today was the day, no matter how you shake it. it. (laughs) God was calling you home. (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of controversy about that crash. Um. Could do a deep dive on that one day, no doubt. I don't really have a lot of info on it myself currently. Uh, yes, for so long ago, forgot all about it, dude. With everything going on today, Alec Baldwin got arrested. How can we talk about any? How did we just do an hour show without even mentioning Alec Baldwin? Oh, the whole hour we were talking. I have CNN on the background. They've been talking about Alec Baldwin. They have oh. nothing else to talk. We filled a whole hour. They have nothing to talk <laughs> about but Alec, but Alec Baldwin. <laughs> 
<laughs> they're, the, they're the world news. They have nothing else to fill the time with. They didn't talk about Sister uh, Jamamami. What was her name? Uh, Sister no, RD. I don't even remember. It doesn't matter. Yeah, no. They talked about Alec Baldwin, Frank. I find a lady living to 118 years old to be far more interesting than whatever Alec Baldwin's up to today. I mean, how could you get into a front of a mic for a whole hour and not spend 15 minutes shitting on Steven Crowder? That's like, <laughs> I don't know how you can do it. I was dying to shit on Steven Crowder, though. I mean, it's I, just a wasted opportunity, you know? If you're, well, I find it funny know? that we actually shit on Steven Crowder like two episodes ago because neither of us had listened to him or anything for months, and then it actually happened to be that he hadn't been producing really anything for the last month. <laughs> And he just hit the news today, so that was kind of uh, you know, it was funny kind of lineup of coincidences there. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But look at Alec Baldwin, dude. This guy, worst thing he ever could have done was do that interview. Oh, where he claimed he didn't do anything. Or he never pulled the trigger. Never <laughs> pulled the trigger. Well, if uh, anyone has been. Living under a rock? This is for you. And breaking news right now, actor Alec Baldwin is set to be charged yeah. for the shooting on the set of the movie Rust. Good afternoon, everyone, and thank you. What was with that pump-up jam? That was crazy. <laughs> oh my! Why are they so jacked about this? That was like a really oh. exciting tune to play to like Alec Baldwin going to jail. They're just happy to have something to talk about that's not controversial. <laughs> You're right. They're just really happy they don't have to talk about cardiac arrest and strokes yeah. and <laughs> young people no dropping player dead. player died yeah. this week. It's a good week, Frank. This is a non-sudden death. This is a death they can explain right away, actually, so they're really happy to talk about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. For joining us, I'm Roseanne Teus. Baldwin. <laughs> there was a lot of misreported deaths last year. This one was not one of them. We, the media, got this one correct. Did not blame it on COVID. <laughs> not for one second. This is like the biggest death in the news that wasn't like an enlarged heart. This, they love this. <laughs> they needed this one. That was it caused by COVID or the COVID <laughs> remedy. That's right. And a weapons specialist from that set are both facing involuntary manslaughter charges. Jake Hamilton joins us now with the breaking details, and this was a real surprise to me, Jake. Yeah, for a lot of people. So Alec Baldwin will be charged with involuntary manslaughter in the fatal shooting of cinematographer Helena Hutchins on the set of the movie Rust. Hutchins was killed on set when a gun that Baldwin was holding fired. The New Mexico District Attorney announced the charges earlier today. Baldwin will be charged with two counts of involuntary manslaughter. <laughs> the on-set armorer. Hannah Gutierrez-Reed will also be charged with two counts of involuntary manslaughter. Baldwin has maintained that he did not pull the trigger of the gun, but that he only pulled the hammer of the gun back as far as he could and released it. The assistant director on that film, Dave Halls, has agreed to plead guilty to negligent use of a deadly weapon. He will serve a suspended sentence and six months probation. If convicted, Baldwin could face up to 18 months in jail. The charges will officially be filed at the end of the month. Oh, my God. 18 months. That's a What's going on here? Uh, that's white privilege. Now I know what you guys have been talking about. <laughs> I finally see it. Whose fault is it, though? I mean, it's 
isn't it the weapons handler's fault? It really, it's all of your faults for joining Hollywood. Just that's a terrible. This is the price you pay. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna be around stupid people, who who it, like they openly are admitting that this this armor, this poor lady's gonna go to jail because she was hired as an equity hire. They were like, we need, you know, we need a woman. Oh, it's, this is a Hispanic woman. Great. Didn't matter that she had no experience. Great. In the call. meantime, in the meantime, there was probably some fifty-year-old fat white man sitting in the corner with forty years of experience who they didn't hire. <laughs> That's right. You know, it's a bizarre situation. But I do remember about thirty years ago, the young guy Brandon Lee was shot on set and killed during the filming of The Crow. Yeah. Did a bunch of people go to jail for that one? I mean, I don't really remember, but, you know. I, to be fair, none of them had the balls to do a one-hour sit-down interview. <laughs> is that why he's, they're going after yes. him? Because he had the audacity yes, to, you like... should have shut your fucking mouth. Right? Every picture we should... For the past year, we should have seen every picture of you with a sad face. <laughs> That's right. She's been, oh, I can't do Donald Trump. I'm sad face. My face is too sad. <laughs> Right? Selfie, no selfie. I'm too sad. That's right, man. I killed a woman. I didn't mean to. You're acting like the husband that doesn't know why his wife left and we can't find her. You know? <laughs> yeah. You went on the air, did the fake tears. Like, dude, come on. That's right. Alec. Well, he's probably not going to go to jail. I... Assume, right? This guy's a Hollywood elite. Pay his way out of the situation. Probably. You know, you know nobody really talks about the other brothers. How is this affecting the other Baldwins? Stephen? That's what I think about yeah. every day. <laughs> every morning I wake up and think, how is Stephen Baldwin today? <laughs> Stephen Baldwin. What if we want to do a Biodome remake? <laughs> you know? They really should, where Stephen Baldwin and Pauly Shore, the dads, and their kids then get locked up in a biodome. Oh, that would be great. I just wrote the movie right now. Come on, guys. Call me that up. That is so funny. I'll type up the script in 20 minutes for you. <laughs> yeah, because they had kids with those chicks who are not. Those kids got to be 18, 20 now. And those chicks have left them for smarter guys, right? And they, you sure. know, like, And so they're single dads raising two idiots that are just like them, sniffing each other's farts, just like in the first one and then uh they're going a dad son road trip to find the moms but they stop off to pee somewhere and they get locked up in another biodome <laughs> biodome 2 <laughs> it's fucking genius dude hollywood writer might be the easiest job in the world yes it we totally come up with is. four movies an episode here <laughs> It's better than anything Marvel's come out with in 10 years. <laughs> Somebody get we don't Paul even need a lesbian parent. <laughs> I guarantee Pauly Shore is dying to do a movie right now. Get Pauly Shore over here. Let's put this together. <laughs> the only question is, what do you call a baby weasel? <laughs> a weaselette? <laughs> a wheezy. I don't know. A wheezy? I, I have no idea. <laughs> a wheezy in Yeezy? <laughs> Oh, man. Biodome, too. Yeah, nobody thinks of the other Baldwins. That's the tragedy of this whole situation. Yeah, those poor guys always get left out. <laughs> oh, man. So do we think 
We get an Alec Baldwin redemption tour. Mike, I'll pose this question to you here. Here we go. Uh, who, who wins an Academy Award first? <laughs> Alec Baldwin or Will Smith? Wow, well, yeah. Um, mm. Obviously, the verdict of this trial is going <laughs> to greatly affect it. <laughs> the only re- to, to be fair, the funniest part is how difficult of a question this really is. I actually don't know. See, because it all depends, right? Here's what it really depends on. Actually, forget about the verdict of this trial. I think that's in, totally indifferent. The f- whether or not he wins an award depends on whether or not Trump actually wins the presidency. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Because you know Will Smith's got ten years out, maybe. <laughs> right. So. If Trump wins the presidency, Alec Baldwin comes back, does Donald Trump on SNL, he's back in the good graces. <laughs> Prime for an award. I was thinking you could do an award show, maybe the Academy Awards, and, uh, you know, Will Smith is presenting, and Alec Baldwin comes, and he goes, and he's about to <laughs> slap Will Smith, but Will Smith shoots Alec Baldwin. <laughs> Redemption. It's a little too too is, much, or no? Does he kill him? No, no, he maims him. He gets him like in the in the arm or something, you know. But then who kills Will? <laughs> Jada, come on, everybody knows ah, that. Okay, all right, all right. As long as Will dies in the end, I'm okay with it. Oh, dude, I love the uh, Alec Baldwin news. The second you texted me this morning about it, I was like, oh, they got nothing to talk about. This is great. This is juicy dude, stuff. They literally are still. They're still talking about it right now. You know, it's because they need they to. They need to cover up all the bullshit going on here. The fact that uh, oh wow, you know, they, the, you know what they finally interrupted it for? The debt ceiling. I can only imagine. David Crosby died. Ah, uh, you see, the vaccine claims one. another one, folks. Another one bites. <laughs> another one bites the jab. That's this is exactly. <laughs> Dude, we we are living through it, man. It's incredible. It's either that or just everyone's aging and dying off, which I could be logical and say that's what's happening. But I think that's really what it is. But, the, but then again, we can't focus on the young celebrities because they have paralyzed faces. <laughs> that's right. You know? The celebrity deaths, man, they are mounting. They're very rapid. Uh, I, I've said before, I think it's just going to increase. We're going to just keep seeing it each and every day. It did feel like as we kind of went into the new year, we had what it was like the queen and then the pope, you know, like yeah. a pretty crazy series of deaths. Very, very old people, though. Very old people. I know. I, I always I think say, said. I think they said that. What is it? Worldwide. Worldwide, on the average day, three hundred and sixty-five thousand babies are born. Alrighty, nice. Every day, and it's like three hundred and forty something thousand die, every day. Wow. Yeah, interesting yeah. Uh, balance there. Three hundred. I mean, but you, you figure three hundred, three hundred thousand people dying every day. Yeah, you're gonna know one of them. One of them. Uh, there's a good chance that they're well known. Yeah. Internationally, yeah. Good call. Yeah. Definitely. And I do think we're seeing the boomer generation hit that uh, that zone. Is that right? Or no? Yeah, especially the ones that didn't yeah. take care of themselves. They're in their sixties and they're falling. You know. 
got the 60s through 80s uh range but uh oh man crosby man all right well that's uh that's a bummer it's too bad man another one dies and neil young is still alive (laughs) (laughs) i can't believe keith richards is still rocking it's unbelievable this guy oh the british they all sold their souls to the devil the british They do, uh, they just like stay super thin and live forever, right? Is that kind of uh, the British thing? I think that's the key, dude. Do whatever drugs you want, but stay skinny. <laughs> I mean, look at Mick Jagger and uh, Keith Richards. They they look like skeletons, essentially, so it's... Even like in our family, all the old men that stay skinny, they live forever. It's crazy with uh, the rockers, though. These are like heavy drug users, dudes who've been smoking packs of cigarettes for decades, drinking hard booze. Their entire lives, like, how are you living into your 90s, man? Yeah, how's that possible? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no way these guys are practicing, like, super clean, healthy lifestyles that whole I'm period. I'm on a keto diet, <laughs> Like, even if you go keto, vegan, whatever it is in yeah, your 80s, no. you know, like, and start doing yoga and all that stuff, like, whatever it is. It's adrenochrome. <laughs> it's gotta be, dude. They're drinking, no other they're drinking the blood of the children, man. I'm, I knew it. <laughs> they scare the shit out of them, and then they drain their blood and drink it. <laughs> I knew it. Is that the only answer? It's got to be why Paul McCartney's still around. He's, he's the last Beatle, right? I don't know. Ringo, Is he still alive? Ringo's still around, too, I think. Oh, dude, he was forgotten about in the 70s. <laughs> You know, the, the twist of fate here is... <laughs> Last one to die, first one to be forgotten. That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. We will be left with Ringo for, like, decades, and <laughs> no one wants oh, to gonna... see Ringo. Nobody wants to see Ringo <laughs> play the Beatles. There's going to be at least a 10-year period where everybody's like, man, I miss the Beatles. I wish one of them was alive, and Ringo's going to be like, yeah, I'm over here. <laughs> Remember Photograph? <laughs> Remember Shining Time Station? Come on, guys. <laughs> Old school. He was the conductor. Remember the little conductor guy on the uh, Thomas <laughs> oh. the Tank Engine show? Was he? Oh, yeah. I think that was his, his best role in life, honestly. Yeah? Yeah, it was him, and then George Carlin did it as well. Hmm. Pretty wild. Hmm. Pretty wild. Pretty wild. They both kind of look similar, but not the same at the same time. The beards are very tight. Very similar looking. Yeah. Very similar. <laughs> well, we will be popular left... in that era. <laughs> we'll be left with Ringo, I guess. This is uh, <laughs> what we've concluded here. Not the one you wanted, but the one you have. <laughs> is oh, he still alive? I think he's dead, dude. No, Ringo Starr. Yeah. No way. He still has to be around. I'm. Mm. No, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I feel like uh... he's alive. We may have a Mandela effect going on here. If they I f- did turn on CERN a couple times. I, maybe he did die, but now he's back. Yeah? I don't know. Or, or, or the other way around. Oh, yeah, that would be... Yeah, I guess. Unfortunate. Maybe he did die, I don't know. I really thought Ringo Starr was alive and that he would be the last Beatle. But... And I've always contended that Paul McCartney is a uh, clone or a different Paul. I do believe in the theory dude, that Ringo he died. Ringo Starr is still alive and looks... Dude, he, yeah, that's dude, what I'm saying. Dude, he looks better than me. He hasn't aged. That's my point. The guy's going to be like... <laughs> shit. 
First of all, his name is Richard Starkey. <laughs> okay, Dick. Fucking name is Dick Stark. All right. <laughs> Dick Starkey, guys. I'm from Liverpool. Dick Starkey is an awesome name. I would have rolled with Dick. Cool. Absolutely. A lot better than Mike. I'll give you that. But anyways, he's 82 years old, man. He was born the same year as Nona, 1940. Man, Ringo Starr. Ringo Starr's five years older than Nona. Incredible. Five, five months older than Nona. Oh, That's and, crazy. And he looks great, huh? All right. Yeah. Good for him. Probably looks better than Paul McCartney. Think about how different <laughs> lives they had. Like one was born in the city in Liverpool, England, went to college, became a rock star, who traveled the world. The other one was born in a fucking poor town in Italy. And it, <laughs> you know, that's crazy. But they both made it to America. Yeah, different paths. Slightly different, no doubt. <laughs> they each had different fans greeting them when they arrived. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, Ringo, keep on trucking, and I, yeah, I can see great. him. I can see him. I can't, I can't get over how good he looks. <laughs> really? Yeah. For 82. Yeah, but dude, that's from not having any stress of actually doing anything for the Beatles. He just hung back there and just like. That's true, dude. You can pick your nose at any time. <laughs> the camera's not on you. You're farting. Nobody, you know what I mean? He had He's, no stress. He was the most relaxed Beatle of the four. He had the least pressure. <laughs> he just, yeah, he just had to keep up with them. That's all he had to do. Yeah, that's a good call. I'm pretty sure, famously, John Lennon said, Ringo Starr isn't even the best drummer in the Beatles. <laughs> Well, uh, you know, that story of the one guy who actually that was the original drummer. Yeah, Pete Best or something like that. And he left know. right before they took off. Ah, uh, loser. They said it was really, he was actually probably better than Ringo, but it was just the way that they played together and just, they liked Ringo better. Sometimes it just doesn't gel, man. Sometimes just being the guy that shuts up and doesn't get in the way, the best it, thing you can do. You know, Jack and I, when we were uh, getting together and jamming and figuring things out and wanting to kind of put a band together, uh, we did a mini jam session with Lee DeWise. Uh, that name sounds familiar. He's an American Idol, and yeah. uh, we went to high school with him. <laughs> we don't say that name around here. Yeah, we didn't like the... It didn't gel. He wasn't our style, but he went on and did his solo thing and became Lee DeWise. And... Jack and I became losers. And so uh, that was the, <laughs> the outcome of our scenario. But we passed well, on that's Lee. That's why you guys didn't work well together. We Winners passed on Lee. Never, that's, yeah, the ba- never the, mixed well. We turned him away. We said, no thanks, Lee. Uh, good luck. You're too good for us. <laughs> good, luck with the, good luck with that world-famous voice. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, and then he became famous. Yeah. Sort of. I don't know if he's famous, famous, but American Idol, I mean, I mean dude, he's does on he TV. have a pretty successful podcast? I don't think so. You know? I'm I think he's pretty successful though. He 
came here on a tour a few months back, and Jack yeah. tried to rally the troops to go check it out. We just uh, it didn't time out well, and it was on like a Wednesday night, and a little hard to get out of work in time. Oh yeah, that spells success. <laughs> sure. Performing a Wednesday. <laughs> Oh, man, but just wasn't the right fit, you know? He was a better fit with American Idol. Yeah. And uh, i that's when I had come up with the idea. I don't remember if I proposed it to him in person or not, uh, but this was something uh, around his American Idol days. I always told the fellas, Lee needs to start a band called The Wise Guys. Oh, man, that's genius. Right? The wise guys. <laughs> the wise guys. Or Lee and the De wise guys, right? <laughs> Lee and the wise guys. Yeah, that, that's right. Yeah. Or Lee's the wise guys. Yeah, Lee's. Yeah, just I love the wise. That's a great name. The wise guys. The wise yeah, guys, man. Use it, man. And you could do like a big uh. mobster theme. Your whole band wears like kind of like zoot suit mobster outfits. You know. <laughs> Such a missed opportunity there, man. Yeah, that's genius. <laughs> See, Lee, you need a better marketing team. <laughs> Drop American that's Idol. Cool. Come over to Dude Man Studios. Dude, we'll get yeah, you set we'll up you here. <laughs> <laughs> we got you, buddy. <laughs> we might even have a role for you in our upcoming movie. <laughs> Biodome. Biodome 2. <laughs> no, they actually did a Biodome 2. Oh, they did. Wow. Yeah, this is Biodome remake. Oh, the, re- the reboot? Yeah. Reboot. <laughs> it's, it's a really good idea. How have they not done this yet, man? You know what it is, actually? It's probably, I think Stephen Baldwin is a uh, like conservative radio host and all that nonsense. There's no way he's still alive. That's less believable than Ringo. <laughs> Steven, I bet you he Steve, looks worse than Ringo. <laughs> he probably does. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Alec looks way worse than Ringo. Oh, yeah. Dude. <laughs> well, especially with this prison sentence hanging over him. <laughs> it's taking a toll. <laughs> no, he's not going to jail. And I, I, uh, I think he went, well, he never really won a lot of Oscars anyways, so. Maybe I, I he won. I, I, got, he won I, for I think Glenn Will Gary Smith's going to come back before the other two. Yeah, before Spacey and Baldwin, we'll get the Smith, yeah. the Smith, Smithisans. I think you're gonna. <laughs> I think like you're gonna do like one of the like a a Zoom call in acceptance. <laughs> He's gonna do some like joking thing where it's like a Zoom call in, but like Jimmy Kimmel's actually at his house and he's gonna slap him. Yeah, they have to make a joke out of They're it. They're gonna at make some a joke point, out of it. man. I love it's the gonna slap, be Jimmy man. Fallon or Jimmy Kimmel, one of the stupid Jimmies. <laughs> one of the dumb Jimmies. They're gonna be there, and uh, yeah, you're right. They'll slap them, or uh, I don't know. I think they'll do something live. It'll be great. I can't wait. I love a good Will Smith slap reference, and I'm dying for one in the mainstream. We need a mainstream Will Smith slap. Reconnaissance, or uh, renaissance. <laughs> <laughs> Slapassance. 
<laughs> I just hope when they do the Oscars, they they pay some sort of homage to the slap. It, it was the greatest thing ever. Oh, you know. They should, you know when they do like the in memoriam afterwards, <laughs> yeah. they should do those who were slapped. <laughs> it's just Chris Rock. <laughs> those who have been slapped. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, well, speaking of pompous and ridiculous ceremonies, uh, the World Economic Forum, Mike, has been going on this week. We uh, discussed it a couple episodes ago. And uh, big news over the last 24 hours out of the event, maybe the biggest speaker to appear there uh, was there to get some support, my man. Yeah. And Ukraine's president has delivered a virtual address oh. to the World Economic Forum in Davos. He pushed political and business leaders to stop all trade with Russia. It's less than 2,000 kilometers from the peace and prosperity of Davos to the devastation of Ukraine. But Russia's invasion has upended European economic certainty as well as its security. So for the elite gathered in the rarefied conference air, there was a stark message. President Zelensky calling on business and political leaders to tighten the economic squeeze on Moscow. I think such sanctions against Russia still do not exist, and they should. An embargo on Russian oil, a complete blockade of all Russian banks, all without exception. Total abandonment of the Russian IT sector and complete cessation of trade with the aggressor. You need to set a precedent for the complete exit of all foreign businesses from the Russian market so that your brands are not associated with war crimes and that war criminals do not use your offices, accounts and goods in their bloody interests. Give me more money! This was a typically well-targeted message from Vladimir Zelensky to an audience of concentrated wealth and business power at an event typically believes the markets are the answer to everything. Well, his message was that is no longer the case. There can be no business as usual with Russia. And when the war is over, these companies are going to need to help to rebuild Ukraine. Wow. Yeah, go, go fight your war. <laughs> right? What are we doing here? Do you see we're sending tanks? Oh, we are? Oh, man, oh, really? Dude, we're going to be sending tanks, anti-air. Everything's going over there. They're amping up for something, man. We're training them here. Like... Ooh. Uh, in Iowa, we're training Ukrainian soldiers how to do stuff. In America, we're training them. Is this heaven? <laughs> no. It's Iowa. <laughs> Kevin Costner, man. That's a good one, dude. Iowa's beautiful. Uh, Decorah, Iowa, I have been to. Uh, gorgeous, and they, they're saying there is, uh, this isn't heaven, it's Decorah. Wow. Yeah. It's quite heavenly there. Iowa is kind of like a very beautiful. Like, you got like the nothing but cornfield. Like, Nebraska sucks. No, the rolling hills. It's gorgeous. Iowa is uh, yeah. secretly a gem in the middle of the country. Pe- people really, really don't. They don't know. They really don't. But uh, <laughs> we're training Ukrainian soldiers. They're gearing up for something, man. And. <laughs> Yeah. Zelensky, I, I, dude, at the World Economic Forum. Come on, dude. This fucking meeting is so gross. Yes. What is going on here? It's the world elites do, and politicians. Why do we let this happen? Exactly. And why are our politicians going there? You know? Am I crazy or is this not like all conspiracy theories 
in one place happening for a week straight. Yeah, they're just doing it right in front of your face. They're advertising it that you can go on YouTube. YouTube has a World Economic Forum channel, and they're just dropping clip after clip about this. They love it. Hmm. That's what kind of freaks me out about this. It's the same stuff with COVID. When people think they're the hero, when they think they're saving lives or doing something for the future, these people are going to fuck with our rights and our freedoms. Yeah, I mean, we really don't need you. Right? I, I, Yeah, I just, I don't know. The, this whole World Economic Forum thing freaks me out. It's going, been going on for 60 years. It's created by Kissinger and Schwab. And Schwab, is, by the way, has Nazi ties and connections through his family. Uh, not a th- uh, conspiracy theory. Uh, these these are creepy dudes who want to have dominion over all of us in a weird way. They want us to eat bugs and live in pods, and yeah. it's like really fucking strange. They really want socialism because they want to control everything, and they, every aspect of your life. And it's in. I have to believe in their minds. They believe it's some sort of heroic thing but also mostly just control and power <laughs> yeah, but how, i mean i don't get how do you guys not equate that to the robot wanting to kill humans to save all humans right you know, it's, like the <laughs> same, it's the same thing absolutely you know what's better for me so you're gonna strip away everything that makes me me yes you know my independence my free thought also we didn't elect this group Whoever this group is and who it's made up of, we didn't elect them to make I, these decisions. I argue. I would argue that we did. Oh yeah. We we. I'm starting to really just come around to the fact that you know you know your vote really doesn't matter, but your dollar does. And we are voting for these people with our dollars. We're giving them to these people. Wow. And every dollar we give to them is a is just giving them a vote, saying yeah we approve of what you're doing with the dollars we're giving you, and we're funding them. You know. Yeah, man. So you did vote these guys in. Absolutely. Wow. Well, we're screwed. <laughs> no, I think that's why I really like you know all you all you fucking people out all those people like on TikTok and everything who are complaining about like corporate America and capitalism and all of that. Dude, I'm all for capitalism and everything. And if you people lived more like me capitalism would fail <laughs> does that make sense yes because you're out there buying your outfits to make your videos and buy as all that dude I, I i don't spend that money like that you know <laughs> yeah dude uh z showing up at the world economic forum he is part of the forum uh he's shown up several years previously this whole thing man this is a show when are we going to stop sending money over there? Probably never. We're literally training their troops when here. When China invades Taiwan. <laughs> we have our generals over there. Did you see this week? Uh, yeah. Our general met with their general for the first time, yeah. which I found to be kind of strange. Uh, yeah, I feel like you'd have the meeting before you spend $100 billion, <laughs> but that's just me. But also now, is this the signal that our militaries are aligned? Oh, I think that was already. I think we were dancing on the idea. I think this is preparing for Taiwan. I really do. Yeah, you're really set on that one, huh? Yeah. 
And, I think uh, this is us practicing for launching into Taiwan. I caught an I article. Um, Stephen Ray from the FBI has been sounding the alarm on China's AI capabilities. And the, the problem is China's getting desperate. The, China is just a, you know, what do you, it's just, it's, it's crumbling. Everything about them is crumbling. One of the greatest things they had was like they had so many people and the population was growing. Now that's shrinking. Yes. You know, the overinflated, you know, they had all these bubbles in their economy that are all bursting. China's hurting. So. So they're desperate. You think they're going to go for the play on Taiwan, create the little World War Three action? Look, I think the powers in play here want that World War Three. Would anything help this coming uh, in depression more it's than a great a, way to it's a great way to redistribute wealth you know what i'm saying like we yeah. could use a world war three right if you're the the people at the top to as long s- as you're not a guy that's got to go fight that's the greatest yes that's what i'm saying if you're at the top you're looking at the pieces and you're saying well let's put together a little world war three we could reset the uh the balance Remember here. how much money our grandparents made on World War II? <laughs> that's right. Look, after World War II, that's when you got the boomers, man. Right? We had all this prosperity, the suburbs, two-car garages, buying the color TVs or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Wasn't that the whole... Well, that was because you had four years where there were no men to fuck. And then they all came home after having nobody to fuck overseas. They were all horny. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> That's what happened. They had a bunch of kids. Also, weren't we just manufacturing a lot at that time as a country? Yeah, that was just prosperity, yeah. And we were just okay, now, building. You know, now you're and... not going to have kids if you don't have a job. That's why there's a lot of people with no kids. We've exported a lot of our blue-collar warehouse jobs overseas, primarily to China, what if China does this war scenario? We end up in this World War Three situation. All of a sudden, we're going to have to bring back all that manufacturing here. That'd be a disaster. You can't. Who's going to do it? Mike, we got migrants up the wazoo, uh, dude. They're just uh, flooding <laughs> in through the south. Come on, man. Yeah, but they don't even want to work. I was just about to say, the only problem then is we'd have to, we'd have to bring in Chinese people to do the jobs. Are you suggesting that what happened during World War II, from our knowledge now, we have discussed how maybe we have a tainted view of history, but we're to believe that the country rallied together during World War too, and right, they like uh, you know, the women rolled up the sleeves and were making the bullets, and you know, and everyone was playing their part. Are you suggesting that wouldn't happen this time around? Maybe we got most of the country to do the masking, and that was total bullshit. I feel like we yeah, could rally the the folk, you know, the common. It depends People. who's doing the railing. <laughs> that's a good call. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. World War Three, though. I mean, that's uh, that's gonna like, be a big like deal. right now. No, like right now, there's no way most Republicans don't care about Ukraine. We're not going to war for Ukraine. But you right. can rally. You can rally everybody on the left. Sure. Actually, I don't even think you can because a lot of people. 
they don't want to go fight for Ukraine. They just want to put up their flag and let you know that they care. <laughs> Feel good about themselves. Yeah. Absolutely, dude. <laughs> Nobody's actually volunteering to go. So World War Three would be bust, right? We wouldn't be uh, all in it. We wouldn't have all the... Um, I think it's one thing Putin kind of proved with this invasion is Americans just don't have the stomach for war. Yes, that's exactly what I'm thinking. Like, right? uh, people just don't care about war, or we don't really need it. But maybe we do financially, it, it, right? I don't know. I mean, it, it takes so long, and there's so many steps leading into it. It's like, dude, Alec Baldwin's going to jail. I mean, come I on, know. I got so many other things to talk about and worry about. <laughs> you know, Alec Baldwin shot a girl. Yeah, dude, and Britney's a prisoner. It's a- <laughs> Can we talk about that for two hours on CNN? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I got time for World War Three. Anyone thinking about Britney? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe it? That crazy bitch who shaved her head in 2005? <laughs> She's still crazy. Is it possible that the CHIPS Act was a means to get chip manufacturing over here because the U.S. is planning for Taiwan and Ukraine to essentially be these battlefields? Absolutely. I think we're definitely, I think, I think it is inevitable, actually. I think for sure China's going to go into Taiwan. And that, I mean, uh, to add on to it, next month scheduled is a joint war operation um, gaming or whatever with uh, Russia and China. They're doing it together. That's not good. Doesn't sound good. When I saw the blurb <laughs> in the news, I was like, that's, that sounds like, uh, that's a little indication to me that they're partnering up and maybe they want to fight against us huh? it's like you made fun of two guys and now you see them talking at the bar you're like oh shit <laughs> <laughs> and you're worried because your your friends are french and uh british <laughs> oh yeah you got no help you got no muscle mass there <laughs> or worse than stephen crowder <laughs> that fucking french f- you know he's got a gun with no bullets in it just kidding steven Love to be on the show. New oh network, hit us up. Etta Crew is overtime tonight, folks. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> the guy wears his holster on the show. It's so stupid. The holster thing got me after a while. I was like, come on, dude. Like, I know some serious gun enthusiasts. They n- don't even strap in real life. Like, any, you know what I mean? They're never walking around with their gun, even though they could. They could conceal carry and, they, you know. People that could don't. You're doing it on your show. Like, I get it. You support guns, but. Get out of here. Go back to Canada. (laughs) Take your eyeliner with you. Oh, yeah. Is he Canadian? Yeah, he's French French Canadian. Oh, man. And he picked a fight with a bunch of people from Florida and Tennessee. Is this guy nuts? A a French Canadian came down to America and tried to challenge a Jew on a contract? (laughs) (laughs) Dude, you fucking. That's a fight you should have never even started, buddy. <laughs> Our American Jews, top-notch. Top-notch lawyers. Oh, man, I never connected that, and I knew uh, there was something about Steven Crowder I didn't trust. Yeah, no, uh, I come on. No American, wear, wear, no American man wears that much eyeliner. Is he rocking you know? the eyeliner? Oh, I guess the only thing that distracts me away from the gun holster. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's like too much. He like loves his... Uh, he, you just tell he loves himself. <laughs> no. Loves looking at himself. I didn't know he was wearing makeup. Are all those guys wearing makeup? All of them. Uh, Too much. Yeah, that's no good. That's a. No, that's the best part about doing a podcast is you don't have to wear makeup. You just buy a shittier camera. 
Well, that's the problem. All these guys, they they have to do the video, so it's a lot of pressure. And they love themselves, so they got to do the close up, you know, like right on the face. Yeah, if we were to do a video, uh, my camera would be down across the hallway, and uh, <laughs> I like, would just look at my and... chest. <laughs> Dude, just see my company's logo for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what Zoom meetings are. Uh, I catch Emma all the time. She gets to work from home like half the week. Uh, and she, she'll she be on a meeting and she can like talk to me and, you know, no one sees her or hears her, but she's in the meeting. Like, that's not a meeting. If I can't, oh, if I can't see your face or hear what you're th- saying, we're not in a meeting. No, if I could jerk off like Jeffrey Tuvin, we're not in a meeting. <laughs> If I could do the tubing, <laughs> this isn't real. How many times do you think Tubin tubined while he had? Like, oh, those- you never <laughs> get caught the first time, dude. You never get caught the first time. <laughs> Come on, you get caught when it becomes when you've done it so much. Now you're getting lazy with it. You know, that's when you get caught. You never get caught the first time you smoke weed. Nah, it's after you've been doing it for a few months and you forget the bowl in your pocket and then your mom does your laundry, you know? Like, that's... <laughs> See, he's probably doing it all through COVID. <laughs> oh, the whole time, dude, there was probably one girl on there that was his favorite girl. As soon as she came in the meeting, he was like, oh, this is going to be a good one. I can't wait for later. <laughs> did his little... Think about the whole time, did his little speech. You know, you could see it in the video, dude. He, like, had a routine, you know, lower... He was like turning one TV off, turning on the other. <laughs> he had everything ready, dude. <laughs> that, this is not the first time. I didn't think it was the first time, but you know, I was just kind of thinking about how many times maybe he did get away with it. Probably a lot. Oh, the whole time. Like the, the whole, whole time, fucking, up whole until <laughs> the, entire, the entire. Nobody event. was loving COVID more than Tubin. <laughs> That's why he was such an advocate for work at home. <laughs> and then if you're his coworker, you got to think before, before the Zoom call meetings, he was just jerking off to his memory of you. <laughs> you know? I'd like to know what was going on in his office. And like... <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. That's... Every time you saw the blinds crack a little bit. <laughs> It was him. I just look. I like the idea of him having this whole routine. It's set. He's been doing it for a long time. I just get a little lazy with it. You, <laughs> you know? see him in like... the video. He doesn't even look back. He just grabs the like. Just pops the lotion bottle. Like, push, <laughs> gets some out of his hand. Goes left hand behind his back. Tissue. He like has everything ready. You know, like knows where it is. Doesn't even do the look. Like, excuse me, Jeffrey. Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I swear it's my first time. <laughs> oh man. He's even got a piece of paper with one square cut out in the middle. <laughs> that, so it covers everybody's picture except the one girl. <laughs> you keep saying girl and you don't assume it was Anderson Cooper. I am shocked by this whole situation. This is CNN. You're right. 
If he wasn't jerking off to an underage lady, it was definitely a man. <laughs>
either kill people or don't, they have adverse reactions in many people. And I don't think uh, we have any you know, sufficient data on what is going to happen to people who took these things five, ten years from now. That's true. We don't know. So ultimately, could get worse. Ultimately, the, the mRNA program could just be a huge moneymaker for big pharma. Both in the immediate, where they got the billions in contracts from all these governments worldwide, and also in the long term, 10 years from now, when all these people have all these abnormal cancers and growths and weird things going on with their health that were probably caused by this mRNA technology and that they are going to need treatments and medications for. Yeah, we'll see. Well, this Jacinda Arden, Arden, Ardern, she looks like a person who's carrying the weight of someone who uh, forced these poisons onto an entire population. This summer, I had hoped to find a way to prepare not just for another year, but another term, because that is what this year requires. I have not been able to do that. She's holding back tears for and all so the people today, she killed. I'm announcing that I will not be seeking re-election. <laughs> Ardern gained global recognition in 2017, becoming New Zealand's third female leader at the age of 37 and one of the youngest in the world. She guided New Zealand as they mourned the 51 people killed in the Christchurch terror attack in 2019. Are you ready for this? Ardern successfully passing gun control measures after the massacre. The massacre happened and they basically took everyone's guns away. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. Okay, this lady is a World Economic Forum... Uh, shill and look at the damage she caused in this country she took away their guns and then forced the jabs on them now is the time for change she led her country through the covid19 pandemic earning praise on the world stage for her initial strategy yeah, for curbing the spread of course Ardern saying she doesn't know exactly what her future holds but for now she's looking forward to spending more time with her family to neve mom is looking forward to being there when you start school this year and to clark Let's finally get married. She calls it a fulfilling five and a half years, but it wasn't without its controversy. Many criticized her COVID policies. Still unclear who will take over until the general election for a new prime minister in October. Literally one of the most intense authoritarian, probably second, right, to Australia. Australia. Had I mean, they fucking, locked down the whole country. They had fucking prisons over there in Australia. They had, like, literally, you have people who have families in Australia and New Zealand. I mean, they're right next to each other. Yes. And they weren't allowed to see each other. The lockdowns were insane in these countries. Literally, I was, Mike, we were talking about all time, man. During 2020, like, wow, it's shitty right now here, but thank God we're not fucking Australia (laughs) and New Zealand, man. Like, we were literally, like watching that from afar like frightened like oh my god please don't let that that energy seep over to this side yeah, that was of the, the one world. thing we were the most worried about was that that would come here yes where they start uh building the prisons uh and they definitely had prisons they had literal lockdown eh, camps, more camps camps sorry uh, yeah camps camp sounds better for that's me. right you're right. Where's George Dekai? Let's get uh, let's get him out here and talk about some prisons, some camps. And <laughs> uh, <in> camp. <laughs> they had camps, prisons, but camps. It's because I call it prison because they were essentially there 
They were just more like camps where you can concentrate people. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can concentrate a group of people that you would like to exclude from society. But you don't want to be bored, so you kind of have, you know you build it like a camp. So it's just like a camp of concentration. Yeah, and uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this lady. For two years, scared the shit out of me over here because there were people on this side of the world agreeing with this lady and the policies she instituted in her country, and we were five seconds from that shit happening here. So close. So fucking close. It happened in the major cities, New York, Chicago, L.A. To an extent. Again, in in Australia, and I think New Zealand, too, like... You would fly in there or travel around. You would have to be in these camps for like two weeks and detox or whatever it was. Uh, you know, quarantine. Quarantine. Sorry. Remember yeah. the quarantine? You know what's funny? You bring. It's like I purposely forgot these words. Like I'm blacking them out of my own head because it was such a traumatic fucking experience for me just to fucking see it happen. I couldn't believe we were seeing literal like the shit we read about in history books about Nazis in Germany. We were seeing unfold. But it was just world governments and people who didn't want to take their poison experiment. It was all so stupid. You had people on Twitter like, just doing my two-week quarantine, taking pictures. Oh, do you remember that shit? I was like, dude, you fucking... All right, hero. Thank you. Thank you for sitting in a hotel for two weeks. Yeah, congratulations. You're a moron. You know what? I never quarantined ever for anything. I had to go to work. Yes, I didn't. I actually sat on my ass in my backyard and did gardening and <laughs> collected hung out, unemployment. Hung out with my cats. It was wonderful. I smoked weed. Should have got that unemployment. Total waste of my life. Yeah, I should have got that unemployment. <laughs> that was early retirement. I had a good time. I'm not gonna lie. You got to enjoy it. It's the only retirement I'll ever get to enjoy. So I took full advantage. Yeah, because you don't live in France where they retire at forty-two. <laughs> I know. <Fuck. laughs> We got it all backwards. We got to be like the French, man. <laughs> yeah, 62, man. That's a good age. 62 sounds prime time to retire in my book. I don't know, man, but there's 62. Like, Uncle Guy's 62. I feel like that guy's going to live at least another 50 years. Well, the thing, and the thing is, man, like the nun who lived to 118, we're living longer, which brings into play your thought process where... They kind of need to bump off the old folks so they can institute these old age-based yeah. policies where, look, society has changed. We're living longer. We now need to raise retirement, and we got to change the way we function. Yeah. No, you can't retire to your 115 because you're going to live to be 140. Ah, uh, that's too much living. I can't handle that, man. Uh, I think, you, you know, it's all perspective. Yeah, you think you could rock 140 years? I don't know. Crazy, dude. I just, they caught a whale. Or they didn't catch it. They found, the whale died. It washed ashore. Ah. Uh, uh, but it was 200, and I think what they say is like 230 something years old. Wow. Uh, I forget what they said, how old it was. But it puts it older than America. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing, man. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. 
They said because their average, I forgot what whale it was, sperm whale or something, their average is 230. That's what it was. The average is 230. They, on average, live 230 years. 230 years. And then this one was obviously like an old one. It was like 270 or something. Yeah, I was going like to say, that. you're telling me average. That means there's some beasts out there that are going 300. That's what I'm thinking. Well, this one they said was like 270. That's why they were saying it's older than America. That's so amazing. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. yeah the, whole, the whole time, think about everything. Amer- America fucking fought the British, became their own thing, grew, had a civil war, grew, became dominant, world wars, all that. The whole time, this whale is just swimming in the ocean. Oh, yeah, just minding his own business. Just, just swimming around that ocean, <laughs> eating plankton, right? We went from fucking paddle boats to fucking, <laughs> now we got fucking submarines, aircraft carriers. The whole time, this sperm whale is just swimming around the ocean. Yeah, eating oh plankton, God. you know. He probably got taken we're dropping, up. By the- <laughs> we're dropping nuclear bombs yes. all over the place. How this did he survive just- that? We bombed the ocean, man. Holy uh, shit, dude! It saw gunpowder to you know to fucking nuclear to hydrogen bombs, and this thing's just swimming in the ocean. Wow. Yeah, the whole time. I am interested in the way the sperm whale born today and what that whale will experience Whoa, over the next like, 230 like, years. Like that whale's last baby? Yes. Oh, wow. Like, think about how little you'll see in your life compared to a sperm whale born the same day as you. Wow, man. This yeah. is going to experience 200 more years of Earth. It's freaking <laughs> yeah. crazy. Yeah. Is that crazy? Yeah. Oh. That's why. That's why I love. Like, I mean, that's the one thing that always kind of made me question, like, the whole God thing. Is like, did he really make this planet for us? Because I'm only here for seventy. That whale's <laughs> here for two thirty, right? <laughs> the octopus has been swimming around for two hundred million years. We've only been here for a couple hundred thousand. Is this planet really for us? Oh, we're part of the collective consciousness of the planet, and the collective soul. You know, all of yeah, our experience. Did he really together. make us in his image? Because I would argue it's the octopus. I think the octopus is, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, and what about the dinosaurs, man? I think God or, would be a cool dinosaur. God could probably be a mushroom, because those are, like, not really animals or plants, and they, they survive space. <laughs> Mushrooms can go through space? The spores. Wow. They survive the vacuum? Pretty sure. Now, this is two hours into our podcast, so. Yeah, we we cannot verify any information at this point, no doubt. Not that I can it. at the beginning, but definitely it, not at the end. It's more possible at the beginning. There's a little searchability <laughs> uh, room at this point in this this stage of the game. We're beyond research, no uh, doubt. It's all it. flowing out the ass. At the <laughs> Space spores. I love that. That's a great thing to bring up to someone on mushrooms, too, man. Yeah, mushrooms are actually DNA. Genetically, they're more closely related to animal kingdom than the plant kingdom. Wow. B- because of, like, the cell wall structure and everything. And uh, it's involved in the whole breakdown process of those animals, right? So yeah. yeah. There's this whole uh, kind of symbiotic kind of uh, dance going on there. All right, man. Corals are just the mushrooms of the ocean. Yeah, Damn, that just nah, blew nah, my I just, oh. made, I just made that up in my head. Because I, I, I got I, like the polyps, <laughs> which are kind of like the the spore, I guess. I just made that up. Oh, no, I started thinking actually about like um, 
what are the fish tripping on? Like, what are what are these 200-year whales getting high off of? If you're cruising around the ocean for 200 years, you've got to find something that gets you high. Oh, 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 oh,